Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com forward slash credit card. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSO. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. My chocolate star. My star. Had a few, but not that many. Cause you're the only love that gives me good and plenty. Juicy. (laughs) Juicy fruit. (laughs) Juicy fruit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Juicy. Juicy fruit. Come on. Juicy. <laughs> Sam is such a bozo. <laughs> really good, Dang, juicy fruit. Oh, man. It is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas. Oh, not Brady Quinn. Sorry. That's just a habit. Bad habit there. Sorry about that. Uh, Brady's not with us. Travel issues. All right. There's been uh, some travel issues that have hit the uh, the nation yet again. And so he got caught up in that. So uh, he will be back on the show with us tomorrow. So it's just LeVar and I here as we take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 yeah, o'clock Pacific. That'll you know, work. Well, yeah, no, I mean, we'll make it work. Pretty isn't here. It's just just Lavar and I yeah, here. So, you know, so I guess you could tune out. I mean, you, you know, it's it's the uh, go to a different station. Come back when Brady's back. No, nah, don't do that. <laughs> keep it here and keep it here while we Dang. do this show live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over ten thousand recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So I gotta. I just want to make mention of this because we are going to get to a story in the NFL that apparently. It's not a done deal, according to some reports and some conversation and things that are out there and even the person involved talking about it. But I got to ask you this question, LeVar. Have you ever seen the movie Summer Rental? Nope. With John Candy? 
Nope. Okay. I may have. Don't remember it, though. All right. I brought it up to Lee and Sam during the break, and they looked at me like I had five eyes. Hmm. Like, had no idea what the movie was, and I just realized that it's one of the more obscure movies you can think of, but it is an under-the-radar classic involving John Candy, and I have no idea what made me think of it, but... For whatever reason, uh, it was a topic of conversation. Lee DeLapp, who fancies himself Mr. Movie Buff, had no idea what Summer Rental was. Can you guess what its Rotten Tomato score is? Mm, like one and a half. A little higher. Two and a half. 17. It got a 17? 17. 17%. Oh, God. Uh, that that, it's, that oh, site it's is such crap. I thought it was numbers of tomatoes. If you're looking at IMDb, they do the uh, scale on scale of uh, one to ten, they give it a six point three. Well, listen, I'm not saying it deserves an Oscar, okay? I'm just saying it's a classic movie from the '80s, and it's got John Candy in it and Rip Torn. Uh, so, I mean, that that to me is pretty much Rip all you and need. Torn. Rip Torn. Dang. Great from the Larry Sanders show. You named your kid Rip when your last <laughs> name was Torn. <laughs> you deserve a, a violation. By the some way, citation of some sort. What's Rip Torn's middle name? Cut? Like, what are we... <laughs> <laughs> if you want his full I, name, it's Elmore Rule Torn Jr. Oh, right. Elmore. Nice. Yeah, Rip is a, is a nickname here. Rip's Elmore, a great name. Elmore Rual Torn. Like Rip Hamilton. It's a great name. It's a good nickname to have. Um, all right, so there's that. Uh, as we... Uh, you know, discuss uh, movies from the 80s for no reason whatsoever. All right. Yeah, well, where did that I even don't know. come from? I don't, I'm trying to remember, because I was doing a scene that I can't do on the air here, because uh, it's uh, very graphic in nature. But the point is, uh, forget about all that, and let's focus on this. We can argue whether or not Summer Rental is a good movie. What we can argue is whether or not the Patriots were a good team this year. They absolutely were not. They were a bad football team. Bill Belichick knows it. Anybody with two eyes and a working brain knows it. Like, it was not good for the New England Patriots. And the speculation has been that this is it for Bill Belichick. It's a wrap. He's done in New England, his final game at Foxborough, and it was an awful performance against the New York Jets, just like many of their performances this year have been against various teams in the league. But Bill Belichick spoke yesterday with the media about his future and what he expects to happen. Let's take a listen. I'm going to contract, um, do what I always do, which is you know, every day I come in, work as hard as I can to help the team in whatever way I can. Wondering if you've given any serious thoughts of relinquishing the personnel, maybe some of the draft responsibilities. Look, I'm for whatever, um, you know, collectively we decide as an organization is the best thing to help our football team. I have multiple roles in that, and I rely on a lot of people to help me in those in those responsibilities. If somebody's got to have the final say, uh, I have it. I, I rely on a lot of other people to help, and, you know, whatever that process is, you know, I'm, I'm only part of it. Well, I just wanted to clarify something with you. There's been a lot of reporting that, that you and Robert have not met during the course of the season. Is that true? Is it just that you haven't met to talk about your future? How frequently are, have you guys been in communication over the course of the season? We've met during the season. And have they given the, the public nature of the discussion around the team and you specifically? Um, so are we doing a follow-up here, Stacey? I don't understand what's, what's the answer to the question. I was wondering if he's given you any indications about your future because there's been so much discussion about it, Bill. Yeah, uh, I'd answer that question three times, Phil. 
<laughs> okay. I mean, he's there to answer it. He survived Black Monday. <laughs> so, I mean, he's still there, and he's answering questions. So it's not like he's answering the questions of, of he's been let go and he's saying his goodbyes or they, they've otherwise said he's staying. Nobody knows what's going on. And, and and there's a lot of people that would expect or anticipate that after this type of a season and, and the season that was before it, that that Bill Belichick may be gone. Let me ask you this. You hear that back and forth from Belichick. Are you more or less convinced that he'll be back next year? I'm more convinced. I am too. I think I think that you make you make a decisive move regardless of how you know they made a decisive move with Tom Brady you know I I think if you're going to move on and you know there's this whole air quotes of the Patriot way you move on you don't drag it out you move on and and so for him to be talking uh, about what he's talking about it says that Maybe there's a strong chance they're trying to figure out internally how they move forward with Bill Belichick. Yeah, I, Check. I mean, I I look at it and and I'm and I hear him talking and I just I find it hard to believe if he and Robert Kraft have spoken during the season. I find it hard to believe that Robert Kraft would let him dangle in the wind like this, go through the players' meetings go through talking with the media afterwards, go through all this stuff, just to ultimately decide, yeah, we're moving on in another direction. I just I find that hard to believe. So I'm listening to that going, well, maybe Robert Kraft's like, look, I don't want to go out like this, but we need help. And as Belichick mentioned, he would be open to some sort of a restructuring or you know, different roles or a different – like whatever the case may be. But I hear that and I go – Damn, he might be back. Like all of this, all of this discussion, all this conversation we've been having for the entire season, and they might figure out a way to bring him back. And if you're Belichick, if you just look around at some of the options in the NFL that are available, are any of them, without a shadow of a doubt, a better option than the Patriots? Because the the go to is going to be well. Is there is there a better coaching, a better coach? That's out there. That's better for the position for the New England Patriots. Agreed. I I don't know that there is other than who maybe Mike Vrabel if that opens up. But would Vrabel want the Patriots gig? I mean, is he better? Is that better? I don't. I is there an upgrade? Because if there's a reason why the Patriots are failing, and they feel like they can fix it and allow Bill Belichick to just be the coach, then maybe that is the direction that they go in. But to me, when it's like when you've been you're married, like and married people will understand this. Keep it down. Keep it down, please. Jesus. (laughs) All right. All right. Just, you know, sorry. Just for the sake of the uh, the uh, the conversation here. Just for the sake of the conversation. Let's just say (laughs) everybody in the world is married. All right. And those people that have been married for a really long time, you know what happens during the course of that marriage at some point in time? Nothing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Then the performances are lackluster. There are losses. There are threats. 
Like <laughs> divorces thrown out there every once in a while. You know, go our separate ways is thrown out there every once in a while. You just have your ups and downs in relationships. And depending on what season you're in, you know, sometimes you got to work a little bit harder to understand the person you're in a relationship with. And if it's worth it and it's worthy, then you continue to, to work through things and you stay married. Or you say, you know what, it's not worth it. And I'd rather start over. And I think once you're in a relationship for so long and you got so many great memories and one of your children is maybe the the greatest football player to ever play the game during the course of your, your marriage, I just don't know how easy that is to move on from that, to divorce from the situation i just i I would assume there's a lot of anxiety there's a lot of emotions a lot of feelings that are connected to it and i just don't think that it would be an easy thing to do for for either side i mean he's been there almost a quarter century so there you go it's a long ass time to just all all of a sudden you know depart and go somewhere else like i I, because i'm looking around the nfl and i go okay what what jobs are available the panthers Man, the Panthers are a mess. Like they don't they're the worst team in the league and they also don't have their first round pick and they just fired their GM and their coach. They're they're void of talent. Like there's like the Panthers are a disaster. And then you look around, you go, Washington. I, I don't know that I can clearly say that Washington's an, an upgrade over the Patriots. I mean, they've got a better draft pick, but you're still not number one. I mean, like. But th- the biggest thing that we're talking about here is you still have to go into a place and you have to start all over again. Yeah. And, and while he's done that in his career, but isn't he like 85, 90 years old by now? <laughs> I mean, he like ain't that. the youngest chicken, and he ain't the youngest, you know, rooster in that 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 bad boy. Like, yeah. there's also like th- people would point to the Chargers' job because well, you got the quarterback, man, and you th- got th- the weather. Okay, but they're in cap hell. Like they've got so many guys that are, that are making so much money there. Like they, like as far as salary cap goes, they're in one of the worst positions than as anybody in the NFL. Like there's a lot of stuff that's going to change with the Chargers. I just don't know that there's any opportunity out there that I can go unequivocally. Oh yeah, that's much better than than staying, adjusting, and being in New England next year. I just I don't know. I don't see Jonas, I still look at it from the standpoint of if that is the case, then you have so many elements and so many things that you're going to have to navigate mentally and emotionally in order to be able to go do that job. He's made so much money. Mm-hmm. He's he's built so many relationships at his age being the greatest NFL coach, I don't think anyone will debate this, being the greatest NFL coach in the history of the game at New England, in Boston, why would you start over? Why would you go somewhere else? To prove Tom Brady wrong? To go try to win a Super Bowl and say, I told you it was Bill Belichick? Like, you don't have to prove that. Tom Brady may have felt like he needed to prove it. That's a player. I don't care 
you can argue Tom Brady was the reason why Bill Belichick won until you turn blue in the face and pass it down to your 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 descendants and have them argue it after you're long gone and it'll never turn out to be true that Tom Brady is the reason why Bill Belichick had success because Bill Belichick drafted him. <laughs> like it's Bill Belichick's player. He took he took him it was his team, and, and quite frankly, there were a lot of other players on that team that made that team go and probably played a major part and a major role in why Tom Brady turned out to be the type of player that he turned out to be, including coaches as well. Uh, and and also, I mean, listen, the guy's doing walk of shames in Nantucket. Like, you think he could do? Come on, like, man! You you come out, you come out here. And we try call it. it a walk of shame, but he was just walking. Oh yeah, <laughs> like think about it. <laughs> he was straight. Explain, explain his state. What what did he have on when he was walking? No shirt. Okay, already <laughs> been undressed. Just uh, you know. Okay, we look at that as a walk of shame. You know what he looks at it like? He rules the world. Just cruising. Like, bruh, I ain't got to put no shirt on. And by the way, you you try and uh, you try I walk and, with all these gray hairs out on my chest. I hey, ain't tripping. You come out here and try a walk of shame in Venice, and you'll bump into some junkie with an I Love L.A. Uh, sweatshirt on, and he's well, pushing a shopping cart. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, I have fun with that. You, you could trust your surroundings in New England more so than some of the other options that are well, out there. I don't know That's that necessarily to be true, but I've never been to Nantucket. So, But then again, I've Venice? never been to Venice either. No. <laughs> you never? Ever been to Venice? No. All right. Nope. Never well, been. The way I described it is pretty much spot on. So well, sometimes you you got to protect your eyes from things. You yeah. know what I mean? I hear you. Yeah. Well, listen. So there you go. It is uh, two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, if it comes out later on that they are parting ways, all of this will be taken out of the podcast. Because uh, we're well, not going to. There's no, there's no problem there because, <laughs> yeah. you know, all he got to do is just. Get him a nice breakfast, you know, get the day started off yeah, the right, right way, and then he'll be good. Yeah, he's good, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, silky, silky smooth there. Yeah, um, super silky smooth. By the way, with, coming with up. gray hairs on his chest. Coming up know? next here on Fox Sports Radio, somebody has all of a sudden gotten the support from a lot of people in the National Football League. Some pretty surprising commentary, and you'll hear it next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you can see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. 
LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up later on this hour, a little over 20 minutes from now, we are going to have ourselves another edition of Would You Rather, a Tuesday tradition here on the show, and that'll be yours here from the TireRack.com studios. So, LeVar, we were talking yesterday about so what? J- Jameis Winston. No, I'm joking. And uh, we were talking <laughs> yesterday about uh, Jameis Winston and him going rogue and uh, all the other uh, stuff that came from, you know, them handing the ball off to Jamal Williams in a blowout. Arthur Smith was all pissy about it afterwards. He had a major red ass and got in Dennis Allen's face. Super and, puffy bottom. Yeah, he was not happy at all. And then, you know, you've got. Dennis Allen having to speak about it post game, and then it turns out, well, you know, it was, uh, yeah, it was Jameis Winston who made the call as a team to go in there, and and he decided. Uh, what do you mean, made the call as a team? I listen. That's according to Jameis Winston. They decided, you know, instead of taking a knee, we're going to go ahead and uh, and run the ball in, and uh, there was all sorts of stuff about man, like why would you do that? It's disrespectful. Well, I don't know about you, but I've seen a bunch of guys from the New Orleans Saints come out in defense of Jameis Winston. All right. Well, there you go. Jimmy Graham took to social media. Yeah, he still plays. He took to social media and said, quote, this man, referring to Jameis Winston, is the best teammate I've ever had. Loves this city, this game, and embodies everything you can ask for in a leader was a rare situation, and we all take responsibility. Nobody thought it would get blown out of proportion. Also, F the Falcons. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't think that it should be viewed as being, you know, blown out of proportion. It just was, in, in terms of especially coaching, coach to coach, it was just, that just was, it was a violation for one, um, which in in the parameters of the game, nobody has to do anything the way that it's perceived that it should be. You do it how you want to do it. And and if you, you know, you're going to stay ready, you stay ready until the game is over. Like I said, I don't. I stand on what I said. I'm not outraged about it. I could care less about it. I mean, both teams stink. You know what I mean? So it's it's not like you're talking about there was tremendous implications involved with what was going on. Um, is 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 New Orleans in the, in the playoffs? No. No, they're not. Oh, okay. Is yeah. Atlanta in the playoffs? No, they're not. Oh, okay. So in, in a game that didn't matter, who cares? Like, people don't need to be outraged about – the only person that needed to be outraged was outraged. <laughs> and that was the head coach of of the Falcons. And, and so it is what it is. People are going to have opinions about it, and they can talk about it. But in the grand scheme of things, this is no reason to judge Jameis Winston. There's no reason to condemn Jameis Winston. Like, who cares? He called a play. They got into the end zone. The, the running back got a touchdown. The score was ran up. Who cares? It, there, was no, there was no bearing on it. There, there was nothing at stake. It was just another play, and it was just happened to be uh, a play that pretty much ended the game. So, like, it, you know, so what? <laughs> Dude, I, that's how I look at it. It's just it, what, what's funny to me about it is 
I, like I was under the impression that, oh, well, you know, it was just what, but no, like this was a team decision. And apparently if things were so heated and there was such bad blood between these two organizations, they just decided, screw it, we're going to do it. My, like my initial thought when I saw Arthur Smith storm across the field upset about it was, dude, you, you had all game. Like to do, like I don't I don't like what are they what are they supposed- Hey but that's his that's his beef that's his drama going into like going into the next time they play will you mention it sure you'll mention it will that have some type of bearing on you know your intensity level maybe maybe it does I would say more likely it doesn't Jonas I would I would more than likely say the guys that are playing in that game, they're not preparing during the week like don't them mother suckers punched it in on the last play. They they took the victory f- formation and they ran it in. We got to we got to beat them, y'all. Like like y'all ain't in the meeting rooms like y'all ain't in the meeting room talking about they took it in after when they should have been in victory formation. They was in victory formation. Like, come on, y'all, let's get pumped up. Like, let's get a good practice in today. They they were in victory formation and scored on us. Like, come on, man, ain't nobody tripping like that. Ain't, that ain't nobody's motivation going into the next time they play. Not that you, I can so you, see. you don't think it'll be brought up at all, like next year, first time out? Honestly, by the time they play next year, no. I don't think – I think maybe in, internally – they you you know if if the coach if the same coach is still there, I mean maybe 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 he brings it up. Maybe a coach that's there or a player that was there, maybe they bring it up to use it as some some motivation. But in terms of it being like a big discussion in media, I can I'll bet it I'll bet it I'll bet it. The only reason why it'll come up is because you'll make it a point to say, yep, it it came up. That that'd be the only reason why it comes up. And plus, I don't think it'll come up next year. Plus, it, I mean, these you know they're playing each other twice a year, anyways. There's probably built-in bad blood no matter what. So you know, Jamal Williams getting a one-yard touchdown run at the end of a blowout in Week 18. I mean, like like what? Do, I mean, who like what are who we cares? Really talking about? Yeah, and and Arthur Smith isn't going to be isn't going to be there anymore. You know, so like to me, it's just. He storms across the field and gets gets all pissy about everything. Although I don't know that he's the guy that I would want to mess with because doesn't his dad Lee? Can you fact check this real quick? Yeah, I think his dad does uh, does own uh, FedEx. I think he's the founder of FedEx. So unless you want to, you know, piss him off, maybe that's not the right person you want to piss off there in Arthur Smith. But nonetheless, he ain't going to be there. And there's probably going to be a lot of turnover on that roster because they weren't very good. And there's probably going to be a lot of turnover with the Saints. Dennis Allen will be back, but there's going to be a lot of turnover there as well, too. Like, this just feels like a lot of people wanted to go in because it was Jameis Winston. And now you've got all his teammates that's coming That's really out what it comes to. Jonas, that's really what it comes down to is that it's Jameis Winston. People love to pile on Jameis Winston. He's been an easy target for one reason or another. People have decided that Jameis is the one that they want to go after, and that's what it was. I mean, that running back didn't have to run the ball in. Them guys didn't have to block to open up a gap, open up a hole for him to run in. You know, you could have blamed the running back. The running back could have got the ball and took a knee. Like, I'm not going in the end zone. Right? Jameis didn't run the ball in. 
So to me, it definitely comes across as it 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 is a it's a pinpointed type of focus on somebody that people love to be able to say something about him, you know, and and in a negative way, a derogatory light. For some reason, I mean, maybe it's the reputation of of him. It maybe it goes back to the crab legs before the before the. You know, before the draft, maybe it goes to him eating the W's. Maybe it's how he's, you know, handled interviews at times. I don't know what has made him a target, but people enjoy, you know, having something to say about Jameis Winston. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, he was eating a W, and now uh, the New Orleans Saints are going to be doing some uh, some searching around in the offseason to try and find a better team uh, to okay. build around uh, Derek Carr and company. By the way, one of the reports that's out there, according to Jeff Duncan of NOLA.com, that possibly, potentially, John Gruden could be brought on as a member of the staff, not as an offensive coordinator to replace Pete Carmichael, but that John Gruden could be brought on with a title such as senior offensive assistant. So who knows? Maybe uh, maybe John Gruden will be back there in New Orleans to uh, help out. Well, with there you go. Yeah. So there's that. So he settled that lawsuit with the league. Nope. Still, uh, still, <laughs> still got a lot of a lot of stuff to figure out there as well too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it won't be the last time you've heard of these Saints uh, throughout the course of this offseason. Two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have another edition of Would You Rather coming up here in just a few moments from now. But let Express Employment Professionals help hire your next pro. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes and interviews with unqualified applicants. Move up to the pros. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. And now it's time for the Express Pros Pro of the Week. And the Pro of the Week goes to... CJ will throw on the first play for the Texans. Steps up, fires deep down the field, and caught by Nico Collins yes. at the 20, 15, 10, 5. Rock and roll! Touchdown, Houston! 75 yards on the opening play! CJ Stroud on the Texans radio network. That is your Express Pros Pro of the Week. The Houston Texans are back in the postseason, winning the AFC South. So congratulations to CJ Stroud for being our Express Pros Pro of the Week. So it is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And up next here, we are going to have another edition of Would You Rather, a Tuesday tradition, and it's yours here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of the next hour, a little over 15 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. There's a lot of people in sports and in media that have revealed themselves to be losers. Wow. based on something that has happened recently. We will expose those individuals coming up here in about 15 minutes from now on FSR. Before we get to another edition of Would You Rather, though, want to let you know that shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. So if you've missed any of today's show, 
any of it at all, including how we let you know that there was a life-changing event that took place for many people in the world of football, make sure you check out the podcast. Just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the pod. Again, follow, rate, and review it. Again, just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Let's make history. And now, would you rather? Would you rather your random topics, sports or otherwise? All right, lead the lap. What do we got? I got a couple things here for you, fellas. <laughs> Guys, would you rather take one million dollars straight up, or five hundred thousand dollars for each punch you could stand from Mike Tyson in his prime? A million dollars straight up. Because I'm not Tyson. getting through the first one. Mike Tyson. So you oh, think yeah. you could take theoretically at least three punches? Full full strength for Mike Tyson. I mean, I'm going to take the punches. I'm a man. Now, whether my, my insides are are permanently ruined or, you know, I have to deal with the, the repercussions of getting punched by him, I'm, I'm taking the 500 are, are, per punch. Are these header, header, header body shots, Lee? That's a good question, Jonas. Uh, I mean, if you got your defense up, you're just saying punches, right? Like if I block it with my forearm or my my arm or something like that or whatever, that counts, right? Yes. Let, let's say it that way. If you think you could put your defense up, no, I'll would take. You, would, I'll, you, would, you, would you would you do it, Jonas? No, I'll take my million dollars. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, I'm just not like I, don't, I have no like I'm not yeah, like I'm gonna push for about five six. Maybe seven million before I All get right. up out of there. Look, you've seen those uh, power slap competitions, uh, yes. Dana White's power slap. Like, yeah, I, but there's... you're not protecting yourself. Okay, well, uh, there, it doesn't matter if you're protecting yourself or not. A Mike Tyson punch is going to get through. I mean, Trevor Burbick got hit on the top of the head, and it looked like somebody had shot him. Like, you sound like a sissy, bro. All right, I'll you got five hundred thousand at the end of each one of them punches. I'm, I'm, I'm in there. I'm in there. Now, I, I don't know what my feelings would be. I might be scared to death. I might be. I'm not I'm not the scary type, but I'm also – I've never been in a, a ring with Mike Tyson either in his prime. I want to eat his children. See, you want to mess with that guy? I mean, all I got to do is take on – well, look at it like it's this. Spinal. <laughs> I got hit by Larry Allen in games for four quarters. And, you know, I've I've dealt with big men, you know, I, I, I would I'm going for the money. Well, I'm going to take some of them hits. I'm, like I said, I'm going to try to work up to five million and then I'm going to take a knee. Yeah, but you had a cowboy collar on when you were, uh, you know, going Rydell on Rydell with Larry Allen. Yeah, that's you know? cool. So how about that? How you about have it? an affection for big men. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Sam, you're an idiot. Lee, what else we got? All right. As a Bears fan, Jonas, and you, LeVar. Who are you talking? Me? No, I've told you. Well, no. All right. For for Bears fans everywhere, yeah. they have the first and ninth pick, correct, in the upcoming draft? Yeah. Well, as a Bears fan, would you rather draft Caleb Williams and, say, get Roma Dunze later in the ninth, or trade back, keep Justin Fields, and get Marvin Harrison Jr.? Caleb Williams and a Dunze. Marvin Harrison Jr. Keep Justin Fields. He's special. I mean, is he as special as Caleb Williams? We don't know how special Caleb Williams will be or not be in the National Football League, but we do have a sample size 
of what? What's his name again? Uh, Justin Fields. Yeah, there you go, yes. Justin Fields. God dang. <laughs> that totally wrong with ruins you? my argument. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Bro, my brain went to sleep right hey, there. Hey, everything. The, Justin uh, Fields. Hey, were you we uh, licking the little a little bit last night? Wasn't it? I did uh, have a couple dark and stormies. I took I took my daughter. She turned eighteen yesterday. Shots out to Marley. What up, Marley? Happy birthday! Yeah, we. Trish, Trish scheduled a nine thirty a nine thirty p.m. Uh, Benihana's visit All yesterday. Right. So I'm tired. What'd you get at Benihana? <laughs> I, you know, I don't uh, think I've ever eaten a Benihana. No, no. I got uh, scallops, lobster tail, um, a steak. Got some Surfing mushrooms proof. and some onions and some fried rice. <laughs> It was good. <laughs> I will have some today. You know, Benny Hanna's is better the next day. Is it? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Lee, no, show, no show. Are you in or out on on Benny Hanna's? Lee, it's a great you in or out. I've actually never been to a Benny Hanna's. I've been to a knockoff something that was similar to a Benny like Hanna's. Shogun or something like that. Penny Bonas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take y'all. We got to go to Benny Hanna's, man. Yeah. How have y'all never gone to Benny Hanna's? Lee, Lee went to Lenny Mama's. Like he's not, <laughs> Lenny Mama's. Yeah, he's not. So <laughs> Benny Sam, Hanna's. You, have you ever been? Nope. No, I have not. They don't have a Benny Hanna oh, in wow. Iowa. No they, one has sure been to do. Benny yeah. Hanna's. Yeah. Wow. Is that where they do like the tricks with the food? Yeah. Yeah. You the know, fire. they do the little volcano oh, yeah. with, you know, all yeah, that stuff. You can't put a uh, a Teppan grill inside a silo. So what, uh, that doesn't exist in Iowa. What's like the general term for that style of hibachi? Yeah. Yes. Hibachi. I have been to a hibachi restaurant before, but never okay. a Benny Hanna. Yeah. Okay. It's looks fun. like uh, they looks, do the they yeah. do the vol the volcano thing with the onions like they that's uh, correct. yeah it's fun for everybody. Sometimes they fling the the uh, the shrimps at you. Yeah, catch them you in your mouth. Or something, I've right? always caught them. By wow. the way, nice. is that is that more of a skill on the uh, the chef or the patron? Most most likely both. Most likely both. Yeah, gotta have say. a good quarterback. Got to have good eye eye mouth coordination, but Damn right. you got to get a good toss too. You yeah. know, if it's not a good toss, you don't have a chance. What else you got, Lee? Guys, we were talking about John Candy movies. What was the name of the movie you said? Summer Rental. Summer Rental. Oh yeah, never heard of it. Would you rather watch only John Candy movies or say only Steve Martin movies? Oh my God, John Candy. Planes, trains, and automobiles. By the way, John John Candy was in JFK. That is, I was like, looking that up. Yes, he, you're he's, right. He's got a wide resume. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, a lot cool of runnings. options. Yeah. Why? Why? Um, of course, you went cool, cool runnings first. He was the coach Cool Runnings. Yes, he was. Of, of all the movies Lee brings up, the John Candy was in. He goes Cool Runnings. Yeah, Boy, but, what a stutter. It's one of the top. My man that played in um, Roxanne, didn't he? Wasn't that the name of the movie? Yeah, Roxanne. Yeah, Steve Martin. And he wa- he wanted nose. the girl, but his nose was too right. damn big. <laughs> he didn't. By the way, he didn't have a nose. He had a javelin on his face. Man, <laughs> big ass nose. Damn. Damn. Uh, what else we got? And the leave? three amigos. <laughs> three amigos by itself maybe takes me with with you know with the homie. Yeah. The jerk. Yeah. Yeah. The jerk. Hell yeah. Okay. What else? Guys, would you rather be able to take back anything you've ever said or listen in on every conversation about you? Uh, take back every bad thing I've ever said. Jeez, bad Lee, thing? Lee, why? It could be anything. 
I mean, Brady would be tearing your, you up right now, but I'm going to go with this. I'd rather take back uh, Brady, anything bad that I've you, said. You think Brady's listening right now? No chance. Yes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, oh. 